A new bill in Albany would stop the state's industrial development authorities from giving businesses property tax breaks. Breaks the bill's supporters say cost schools in New York a lot of money. Joining us on Drive Time is Greg Leroy, the executive director of the nonprofit Good Jobs First, a group that promotes corporate and government accountability in economic development. Greg, thanks for joining us. Your group crunched the numbers on this. What did you come up with? How much could schools get back if this bill passes? It would be at least $1.8, closer to $2 billion a year now, uh, all across the state. Uh, in many districts, that would add up to more than $1,000, even $2,000 per student per year. Wow, there are that many tax breaks that are handed out at the, every year in uh, in New York? There really are. It's it's a head and shoulders the biggest giveaway state in the country that we can identify, uh, more than any other state loses for schools. Why is New York uh, so high on that list above, so far above the second place state? What happens in New York where they have to give away so, so many tax breaks? Well, you know, there's just a long corrupt history with your industrial development agencies. It's really a, a core reason why the upstate economy especially has lagged so poorly for the last several decades. And, uh, you know, it, it's a broken strategy. And one of the reasons it's broken is because it undermines the schools. We need talent. You know, smart people are the best business magnet uh, you can have in a state these days. And we're not uh, we're shooting ourselves in the foot by abating taxes to schools. Do you want to stop these tax breaks for businesses altogether or you just want to spare schools from those tax breaks? I think schools makes a lot of sense. You know, cities can play with their own money. That's the perverse incentive here, too. Right. Cities control the IDAs effectively by appointments. And then they, but most of the money they're playing with is actually somebody else's money. It's the school district's money. So if the c- cities or counties want to give away their own revenue or control, it, that's OK with me. It also becomes kind of a cycle, right? I mean, especially upstate, if you're having trouble luring businesses, you offer one a, a big tax break and they take it. The next business that wants to move in, you have to give them one and it just kind of piles up, right? It's a slippery slope. That's right. If you give it to one company, then comes an expectation for every other company. And frankly, it's an it's an insult to the incumbent companies who have been there generating jobs, paying taxes, being good corporate citizens. You know, they must feel like chopped liver when that happens. So you've got a lot of support for this bill. You've got unions behind it, educators. The Superintendents Association, the School Boards Association, the Statewide PTA Association, everybody's on board. What are the bill's prospects in Albany? What are you hearing? I'm hearing good things. Um, Senator Ryan and uh, Assemblyman Bronson tell us that uh, they see the stars aligned on this. Um, you know, there's just been a, a raft of even recent problems involving IDAs. There's a big hot dispute in Long Island right now. There's another dispute in Ulster County. There's been uh, chronic disputes in the Buffalo area. Uh, they don't go away. Yeah, I was going to ask you at your at your group, did you break it down by county or city or are some schools in some parts of the state harder hit than others? Oh, yes, we did. We broke it down by school district. We looked at 318 school districts. Um, and broke it down by dollars lost per student statewide. You can go to goodjobsfirst.org and then just look under the uh, tab for protecting public education, and you'll see a link to the study. Um, it's it's all the, these are all public records, and it's based on a on accounting reform that we won for the first time ever. Local governments have to finally own up to how much revenue they're losing to this corporate tax breaks. That was not true several years ago. What are educators telling you? How badly do they need this money back? You know, the minute you talk about this with teachers, they say that we could have, you know, more paraeducators. We could have, we could reinstate after school activities. 
We could have newer textbooks. We could have more counselors. We could do more catch-up activities for children that were affected by uh, uh, learning setbacks because of the pandemic. There's so many unmet needs right now that uh, educators identify. Greg Leroy, the executive director of the nonprofit Good Jobs First. Greg, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me.